listening to Mike and John Got It Going On, a Livingston County-based podcast that's based in, well, Livingston County. And now, Mike and John. Here we are in the groovy little pod pad, John's basement, Friday. Yeah. A little later than normal. Nobody knows what time it is. It's that's, okay. You didn't have true. to tell them that. Don't, oh, reveal that. don't reveal that we're running a little behind due to weather. Yeah. <laughs> Roads suck. It's, it's kind of one of those Fridays. We've had a two, two Fridays in a row. Right. And, uh, of course, today, February 25th, this is a big day in history. Well, it would have been a big it day. It would have history. been a big day. There was There's, something about this day yeah, that brings to my mind. It was supposed it was like, to be some kind of ultimatum. It was like the last day you know, of something that uh, I was told that the Fed Something the, was the, supposed to not be going on. This was the day that, you know, hit the bricks. He would have been given a box. Yeah. And, and we said, oh, no. Like, you know what? <laughs> I'm taking my box early. <laughs> and here we are. Yes. In the box. Okay. Downstairs. Enough said. The uh, groovy little pod pad. Yeah. Uh, Everything worked out perfect. <laughs> it sure did. Yeah, this is what we wanted. <laughs> I wanted this. Yeah, you did. It's uh, National Clam Chowder Day. Mm. Uh, so I, I'm, I'm not a chowder person. I don't care what you put in it. I, I, no chowder. I like chowder. It's what is it like milk and, uh, yeah, and stuff? Uh, national covered it's nut a cream day. soup. Basically. It is. That's with, with clams. No. Potatoes. No. Okay. That's potato chowder. You, I don't know. I guess uh, is have, it? You know, and then you got corn, corn chowder. I've had corn chowder. Corn chowder. That yeah. goes out the same way it came in, doesn't it? <laughs> well, kind of everything does. Yeah. It? National uh, Chocolate Covered Nut Day. Okay. Nothing like chocolate covered nuts, I always say. Speaking of chocolate covered nuts, by the way, Mike and John got it going on, brought to you by Firehouse Doors. Want to yes. thank those fine folks, of course. And uh, here, hand me the. You stole my you commercial stuff? copy there you, go. you lost Get it yours. together, will you? Yeah, I, to I was together. You stole my copy. I didn't steal it. I borrowed it. <laughs> Firehouse Doors, 810-599-7480. And, uh, again, chocolate-covered nuts. Uh, perfect time for us to catch up with uh, Tim Robinson. <laughs> By the way, this is Double Robinson Friday. It is? Yes, because not only are we talking to Tim Robinson, we're going to be talking to Rich Robinson a little bit later. Not Will Robinson. No. I don't think we, that'd be a triple Robinson. Wouldn't that Friday. be kind of cool to talk to Will Robinson? Yeah, it kind of would be. Billy Moomy? Moomy? Or is it Mummy? Mummy. Tim will know. Yeah. We'll ask Tim. Why would Good morning, Mike and John. Good morning, Tim Robinson. Here's your question for this Friday morning. The gentleman that starred as Will Robinson, was it Billy Moomy or Billy Mummy? Well, it's spelled M U M Y, so. Yeah. Do it any way you want. <laughs> okay. Well, we have our answer. I'm impressed that you knew the spelling, so we're right off the bat. You're, yeah. You're, you're going well. Maybe they were just saving ink and dropping an M. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, M in the old days with like the, 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 the type, actual type, you know, when you were typefacing. Yeah. And M was then counted as two units instead of like one. <laughs> so the M, the M was probably too wide, and so they. You know, well, yeah. Stick with one M instead of two. Okay. <laughs> well, I, I thought you were on the ball, but now I'm questioning that. I, the chocolate covered nuts thing, kind <laughs> yeah. of. Yeah, it does explain a few don't, things. Don't come at me with that weak stuff at six forty-five. <laughs> Sorry about that. Sorry. So, so what's going on sports-wise, Tim? Well, it's um, um you know, the, the, the big the, the KLA Eight Girls Championship was decided last night. Um, Hall was up 40 to 35 early in the fourth quarter, and then um, 
Maryland scored the next 20 points wow. and went on to win 63-48. to 48. Wow. So Maryland is the Kayla A. Girls champ for the second year in a row. Um, Brighton also won last night in the Kayla A. crossover that ended the regular season. All those teams are now getting ready to um, uh, compete in the district tournament next week. Um, you know, there's there's uh, uh, all four hockey teams are still alive. Um, let's see, Brighton plays on Saturday, so does Heartland. Heartland just got, uh, Heartland, I guess, had a struggle against Clarkston on Wednesday, on Wednesday but they're still playing. Uh, Pinkney plays, um, at Milford on Saturday. And, um, Hull is at, oh, they're playing Jackson North, no, not Jackson Northwest, they're playing Mount Pleasant on Saturday. So there's the, uh, regional semifinals are, Kind of going to be where these teams are. You know, it's a big game for these teams on Saturday. So lots going on, to yeah. say the least. But what an amazing comeback by Heartland! Well, they were down by five, yeah, and then they just they just uh, they just got going. They, they they hit their free throws. They they hit for every other shot in the world, and um, and the, and they, the, 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 the one of the, the other means the, the other big sidebar of that game was the Sophie Dogard who had broken her nose in two places. On Monday, that uh, came out with one of those, uh, you know, Rip Hamilton masks. Right. And, uh, she she played, you know, she played most of the game, and um, you know, I, I talked to her after the game, and she had just a little bit of just, you know, you figure you break your nose in two spots, you got two great big shiners, but she she just has a, a little, just a little extra color, you know, green and yellow and all that, but she was, um, you know joking about it and she played the game and um, you know uh, she had talked or Tim Olszewski had told me on Wednesday night that or Wednesday afternoon that she wasn't going to play and that she was going to supposed to have surgery and uh, actually today that was the plan but uh, I think she talked her talked her way back into the lineup and she wow. called or she got approval from her parents and her uh, trainer to uh, play and so she played last you know she played uh, this was on Wednesday night she played on Thursday night so yeah, unreal yeah, I remember when I played uh, high school basketball talking to my trainer <laughs> Like, uh, you, you, you do remember that? Yeah. <laughs> you know. That was fantasy you know. basketball <laughs> in the basement with a Nerf hoop. <laughs> so, so did she say anything about wearing the, the, uh, the Rip Hamilton-style mask? Again, you know, it's, it was clear and everything else, but uh, that has to be uncomfortable, I would imagine. Well, yeah, she, she kind of she laughed. She said she had trouble whenever the ball was thrown, like, um, below her waist she couldn't see it because uh, the you know the way the mask was set up so she you know the ball would kind of disappear on her but um you know just a tremendous i mean you know i mean sometimes it's hard to play basketball when you've got just a regular uh, stuffy head yeah you know, no alone, with a head stuff full of blood you know yeah. i mean it's, it's uh I mean, a, yeah. a, a real real big real bit of uh, courage and guts on her oh. part God, Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, are you kidding me? Is there uh, is there any update on the uh, the baseball lockout? Are we going to get uh, the games going on normal time for spring training and everything else, or, or what's going on Major League Baseball wise? Well, I guess I guess they I guess they made some incremental progress yesterday, but you know, I don't know. They, they've taken so long, and you know, the, the baseball, all these sports, just uh, you know. They, they're just going to do it on their schedule and, you know, they lose a couple of games, they lose a couple of games and, you know, the heck with everybody else. So, you know, I'm not going to worry about they doing anything until they actually do anything. The, the deadline, I guess, is Monday to um, avoid 
um, losing games at the start of the season. They figure they need 30 days of spring training. So, um, you know, we'll see. I mean, you know, when they meet for 15 minutes, you know, and and then they walk away because they're all mad, it's just ridiculous. Right. Uh, I mean, and I know we haven't had a chance to really see this team, the Tigers, uh, what they might look like this year. But what, what's your what's your sense of the team? Obviously, Tiger fans are hoping for, you know, I mean, I think if we're going to keep it realistic, we're not going to necessarily go anywhere postseason, but just a better showing. I mean, what, what's your sense of this team? Well, um, you know, last year, I, I tell people all the time, last year, the, you know, the Tigers with their, um, all their, Kind of, kind of a motley crew. They they won only two fewer games than the San Diego Padres, who have, you know, uh, Manny Machado and Fernando Tatis Jr. on the left side of their infield, pulling down about sixty million a year. They only won two more games than the Tigers did. So, you know, the Tigers, um, they seem to they seem to kind of uh, they caught a gear last year under um, AJ Hinch and uh, Jose uh, uh, the the new. I think it's Jose Baez. I know his last name is Baez, but uh, we'll all know his name when he's when he's striking out five times a game uh, in, in April. <laughs> but you know, he, he's he's, an, he's he's a definite upgraded shortstop. You know, they've got uh, they've got they, they're they're a much better team, and if uh, you know their pitching comes through, you know what the heck? I mean, we will probably see Riley Green this year. We'll probably see Spencer Torgelson come up this year at some point. And, um, you know, I mean, it's... Well, I think the one thing about the... Indicators are looking up. Yeah, yeah, I think the one thing last year that was... It, it was a fun team to watch. Uh, it certainly wanted them to do better, but they were at least engaging, we'll say. Yeah, yeah, they didn't... Well, like in 2019, they just stunk out loud. It right. Was just, I just thought it was disgraceful the way that the... You know, score. Yeah, you went forty-seven games. I mean, good God. You know, and and they, and they took people's money. You know, that was the thing. You know? <laughs> well, people were willing to give them the money too, Tim. That was the thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's but, true. And I'm, t- I'm talking about the franchise, not the players. Well, right. I know, I right, know. Right, I'd right. say you know, people were willing to pay to go to the games. I mean, you know, sometimes well, yeah. it's just good to get out of the house. Lions but, games uh, still sell out, Mike. Yeah. So <clears throat> that's true. Well, not 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 lately. Well. <laughs> The Lions, the Lions have the worst. I think they have the worst tennis in the NFL the last couple of years. But we, our old quarterback, just won the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah. Yay! Yeah, yeah, good for him. Yeah. Now let's do something. Now let's think about something else. Yeah. You know, I mean, How about those Pistons? Uh, okay. Hey, man, uh, two wins in a row. <laughs> we're storming in. Yeah, we, we are to the yeah, postseason. Yeah, like, like, like the old Tigers, uh, that the old go get them Tigers, y'all. You know? Two wins in a row and picking up steam. Oh yeah, we're yeah, rolling. We, yeah, we are. All right. But that 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 new guy they picked up, um, um, Mr. Bagley, uh, had a big night uh, coming off the bench. I think he scored 16 points for him, and uh, you know he was he was quite the uh, quite the prospect in college. It didn't work out in Sacramento, but that hardly anything ever does in that in that uh, market. So, no. have you, you ever know, been? Have you been to Sacramento? I haven't been there. I'm not. Yeah. I'm just saying that the franchise. <laughs> I'm not saying that. The, uh, just trying to make a joke there. <laughs> well, Tim's not awake enough for that. I'm sorry. I, do I, was just... know, I do know um, a couple of people who went to Sacramento State University, but I haven't talked to them in a long time. Yeah, well, I don't blame you. Yeah, I mean, I Sacramento. <laughs> That's whatever. long distance call. You got to go after eleven. The name of the newspaper is the Sacramento Bee. What does that tell you? <laughs> 
Well, it's, it, that means, I guess, that they don't have a Sacramento A. <laughs> hey Wow. On that note. Yeah, isn't that where Tom Bradford worked for, uh, on 8 is Enough? Yes. Maybe the Sacramento The something. dad on 8 is Enough was a columnist <laughs> for the Sacramento Bee. Very the, good. Look at that. <laughs> All in here. Yeah, I, wish I, I wish I could have been a columnist because, you know, like between him and uh, everybody loves Raymond, they never worked. That's true. Yes. Oh, those are, yeah, those. <laughs> that was the gig, huh? Raymond. All right. Well, from. He had, had uh, eight kids and, uh, and two wives. Well, yeah, he had it going on. Yeah, yeah, Mike did. and John got it oh, going on. Oh, he had it going on, all right. <laughs> that old Tom Bradford. All right. So from Billy Mummy to Tom Bradford, we close it out here with Tim Robinson right, on Tim. Double Robinson right. Friday. Yeah. Tim, thanks for checking in. Have a great weekend, buddy. Yeah, you too. All right. All right. See ya. All right. All right. And uh, Tim Tim Robinson here uh, brought to you by the Aperol Girls, supporters of good news, positive shenanigans, and Aperol spritzes. And our Double Robinson Friday. Well, yeah, it's Double Robinson Friday. When you have a Double Robinson Friday, you, you pull out the Aperol spritzes, and, and that's what the Aperol Girls are all about. We said positive shenanigans. That's right. And and we're going to talk to another Robinson in just a little bit right. here. Uh, other things going on today. Um the answer to yesterday's trivia oh, question. Oh, right, right. Remember, we ended the show with a trivia question. We teased it. And that was, a woman will do this, on average, five times more often than a man in their lifetime. What was the first thing that came to mind? Well. Four times more often than a guy in their lifetime. Mm, women do it more. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. They go to the doctor. Yeah, they do. Four times more. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm surprised it's only four. I know. It's one of those things like, I oh, really. What, what excuse can I make to I get out of going to see the doctor? I know. And then, and basically, I know with my my wife just. I don't want to say nags, but constantly reminds me. Have you made your appointment yet? Have you made your appointment? Have you made your appointment? Like, oh my God! I will make the appointment. Yeah. I might not go, but I'll yeah. make the appointment. I did make the appointment. Yeah. So, and in our age, it's all about colon screening and everything else. And <laughs> Okay. Well, that'll keep people tuned in. <laughs> it sure will. Coming up Monday, watch for Mike and John's colon screening. We'll bring that poop in a box thing in, the Kohler guard. You know, we'll do, uh, maybe we'll do a live colonoscopy <laughs> oh, here on the show. <laughs> here in the basement. <laughs> um, I, I like salt. It's, it's clean. I'm up. I'm not going to be here on Monday <laughs> <It's> then. <okay. laughs> so John will take care of that on his Why own. Not? He's going to do his own yeah. colonoscopy. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> hey, don't forget, by the way, Mike and John got it going on. You can find us on Spotify and on iTunes, as well as RSS.com, as well as SoundCloud. And YouTube, too. And the YouTubes. The YouTube. Don't forget. So all those different platforms you can find us. And we're coming soon to the internets. We are? Yes. You can email us, Mike and John, for the win at gmail.com if you have any questions, concerns, would like to advertise or just uh, give us a shout out. Again, that's Mike and John for the win at gmail.com. Of course, uh, Firehouse Doors, our major sponsor here on Mike and John in the morning. And, uh, you know, I was thinking, if we ever get a a real studio, we should have... What? what? Let's just say we move into the garage. Okay. We could have firehouse doors put on a special Mike and John garage door. They they sure could. You know. You know they could put on one of those like glass doors, and then the audience could gather outside and watch us. 
Or they, or they can catch us on YouTubes. Uh, or on the tubes. Yeah, they can catch us on the tubes. But they do a great job. Yes, they do. All right, our Community Spotlight segment is sponsored by Jordan Genso. With the Genso team at REMAX Platinum, Jordan, a realtor by profession with 15 years experience and a passion for building our community. An expert in what's happening locally. You can put that experience to use when you need a listing agent who can communicate to buyers all the wonderful reasons why they should choose your home. And the market, of course, very intricate right now. Interest rates, you know, doing their thing. We got world events. So if you are interested in selling your home, buying a new home, Jordan Genso is the guy to give a call to. That's 248-444-9777. You know, I just thought of something while we were talking about firehouse stores and Jordan. Uh, perhaps Jordan could find us a garage somewhere. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> and, and firehouse doors could put that door on that sure. garage for us, okay. the clear one you want. Right. So How's we're going to be in some shack in the woods. Well, with <laughs> that's where my first radio gig was. That's true. It was in a little cinder block yeah. building in the woods, kind yeah. of like this. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> we're going to our second. Yes. It's Rich Robinson, our second Robinson of the morning. Right. Good morning, it's Rich. Robinson Day. It yes. is double Robinson Day here on Mike and John. Got it going on. And we're talking to Rich Robinson, of course, uh, Howell High School alumni, but uh, so much more. Um, and, and well, yeah, I mean, he you, makes cookies on the holidays. There you go. <laughs> and I'll uh, oh, go ahead. I was going to say I wanted to ask you guys how are the thing how are things in the land of enchanted melons? <laughs> well, kind of ironic because that's the greeting I used to give with my friends back in Hollywood. So. Oh, really? Ah, okay, I got gotcha. you. All right. There's plenty of enchanted melons out there. Well, so. yeah, and you've been here and you, enchanted. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> of course, most of the melons in this town are on the men, but. Uh, oh. <laughs> Sorry. So, so Rich is uh, Rich is uh, taking care of the alumni baseball game in Howell, yeah. Howell High School. So yeah, you're you're that. one of the organizers of the alumni baseball game, and of course uh, had to miss. Was it was, was last year that it was scheduled, right? Um, or was it the year before? Because uh, it's every other year. I think yeah, it's every other year. So I think our last game was 2019, okay. right? Yeah, so 2021 would have been the next scheduled game, right? Yeah, and and, and hoping to bring it back this year. Obviously, missed because of COVID, so hoping to bring it back yep. this year. Yep. I traded emails uh, with um, John Young, the Howell's athletic director, and I got an email from Jason Ladd, uh, the varsity coach, too. And both of them are very much uh, hope that we can get a game in this summer. We are, too, uh, obviously, from the players' perspective. Um, but the guys at the, at the high school there are very excited about showing us the improvements to the field, the new yeah. press box and all the other stuff that's going on. So, yeah, that brings kind of an extra uh, incentive to make this thing happen. Wait a minute. Wasn't there one year when John King was actually in the game or you, you no. called the game? Oh, I, I was announcing. You were announcing. You didn't, you didn't get out there and get on. No, the other Robinson, Tim Robinson, called the game. I see. And I was like the PA right. announcer. I see. Right, so yeah, you said right. now up at the plate, Rich Robinson batting three thirty-five. Yeah, I wish. <laughs> so, so how many? How many guys? Thanks, like, thanks for uh, padding my batting. Well, yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm printing your baseball cards as we speak. That Rich. was one of the agreements for you to be on the show. Was to pad my stats, pad the numbers. There you go. So, so how many guys in an, in an average uh, alumni game come back from? Uh, you know, how how far back and how many guys? Uh, on average, return every every yeah, we, other year. We get we get about at least forty guys or so. That's wow. that's twenty guys per, per team generally. Sometimes a little less. Sometimes it's more. Um, and then, you know, uh, at the very beginning, we were getting players 
from the 1950s and 1960s when we started this back in 2007. Yeah. But lately, I'm one of the old guys now. <laughs> yeah. The 1970s. Uh, and and uh, what's really what's really been heartening the last few games though is we're seeing a lot of the guys from the, that are recently graduated, you know, a year or two ago, that come and play. Which really that's going to make this game sustain itself because all those old guys are going to die off eventually. <laughs> you know, so <laughs> hopefully not during well, the game. Need- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. yeah, that's all. You know, that's especially now that I'm that I'm I'm sixty now and I. And nobody's more shocked at that than me. But, yeah. Um, you know, it's it's getting harder and harder to get around the bases and all that stuff. And and uh, you know, I, I. Do you become uh, the DH then, Rich? Yeah. <laughs> I'll play first base. We have fourteen DHs in this game. Wait a minute. Yeah, exactly. There'd be there'd be, be nine DHs against ninety-eight. Right? Right. So, so let me ask you: for those that haven't been to one of the alumni games, it's uh, it's just alumni playing against alumni, right? It's not a, you're not taking on the actual uh, Howell baseball team. So yeah, when, when you get to that point. Uh, how do you divide up the teams? Do you like okay, we're going to pick two captains and and you select the guys? Oh yeah, we don't we don't put anybody under that kind of playground pressure. Yeah, I was going to say bad, you, know? <laughs> you don't want to be the last right. guy picked. Like, when you hit right. sixty, I'm you might be the last guy. <laughs> I'm sixty years old. I'm still picked last. This sucks. Uh, and they're going to be in right field too. I knew it. Um, no, uh, you know we uh, about uh, a couple of weeks out before the game. I put everybody's name on an index card and the years they played on the on the top of the index card. So their names are face down and right. then all I see is 70s, 80s, 90s, 2000s. And then we just go through. My son will come over and uh, I'll say, okay, Britt, pick a, pick a team for the gold, pick a guy from the gold team from the 70s. And he'll pick a 70s card, flip it over, and we'll find out who that player ah, okay. is. So okay. it's, it's somewhat fair in that respect then. Yeah, we try yeah. to make it fair. I mean, the, the very first one we did uh, in 2007, I engineered the teams only because I wanted to have fathers and sons play with each other on the same team and stuff like that. Yeah. And it turned into like a 17 to 1 lopsided <laughs> score. <laughs> there was a lot of ill feelings towards me thinking yeah. I stacked the team because I just happened to be on the winning team. Oh, well, <laughs> How did no, that, that could have never been stacked <laughs> oh, at all. I'm shocked. 17 yeah. to 1. <laughs> I'm shocked that this has occurred. <laughs> so uh, we decided to go with a, uh, a more transparent, yes. transparently yeah. uh, vague way of picking teams. That's yeah. Do they have fantasy league for this? <laughs> right. Oh God! Could you imagine a fantasy level alumni game for the alumni? I don't know. Or, someone might. Someone know. should organize that. Can, can we know? get? Can we bet on it at DraftKings or anything like that? Oh, that Just I giving you some ideas. Um, the very first, the very first game, I got uh, Dave Bergman to come out, yeah. uh, and he signed autographs, and you know, he was super nice and you know I, I met Dave through Detroit Tiger Fantasy Camp and he had said that um, and it, this was uh, Brent Earl had interviewed him for his Hub TV thing that he was doing Yeah. and uh, Bergie said uh, games like this are yeah, they're just like Fantasy Camp games they're going to be just like Little League yeah. The team who can get the ball over the plate, you know, throw strikes, and not walk people, <laughs> right? And then, and then the team who makes the fewest errors in the out, you know, in the field, that's the team that's going to win. Yeah. And he's right. Every year, it happens the same time every year. Same thing every year. All right. Do you have Do you have a date for this year's game yet? 
Well, um, traditionally they are the it's it lands on the first Saturday in August, so I think this year that's August sixth. Okay. Um, There'll be a decision made sometime around June. Obviously, we're you know with the pandemic still happening to some degree, um, we're we're gonna make an assessment. Right. Right. And we'll just we'll just follow whatever the school guidelines. Sure. No. No. That totally makes sense. But. Uh, well, we're 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 hoping that it all comes together, and obviously, when it does, you know, get back with us, and we'll and we'll uh, we'll talk lineups, and, and of sure. course, oh, uh, yeah, me yeah. and me Wagers and Mike and will will be your celebrity coaches, guest players. Um, <laughs> so, uh, you know, before we let you go, Rich, you know, earlier this week we talked to a good friend of yours, Lindsey Root, yeah, classmate of yours, and as, if I understand, now was he in your same class? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. He and so, I yeah. were uh, we've known each other since we were probably about six or seven years old. And he went to, you know, I went to Cask School and Elementary School and then got, you know, matriculated into the uh, public school system. And by eighth grade, because our both, both our last names start with R-O, we were in the same homeroom and we sat next to each other because they, you know, they methodically put everybody's seats in alphabetical order too. Yes, so. back in the day. Um, so Lindsay and I have been tight since, since eighth grade and, and we went to CMU together. We were roommates in college and. You know, Lindsay and I are, are like brothers. And then you guys, after after college, you guys went out west to Hollywood. Yeah, he, he Lindsay actually took off um, a little earlier than I did. His brother was his older brother Dave was working in Los Angeles at the nineteen eighty four Olympics. Wow! And Lindsay cool got out there and got a job um, working at the Olympics. And then he was a broadcast major in college, so then he started working doing TV commercials, and then ultimately. Got up doing uh, working on feature films. I got out to LA uh, in uh, 1986. Uh, so when Lindsay was there from 84 to 86, we would communicate with each other um, by by videotape. And uh, <laughs> which was, if you guys, if you remember, back in the mid 80s, not sure. many people had VCRs. No. You know? So I I would get a tape from Lindsay, and I'd have to go over to a friend's house. <laughs> Yeah, you know, these, these girls. You know, I, I they did have telephones back then, Rich. I, I believe you could have talked on the phone. I, I know they were hardwired, but yeah. But you know what? It was it was a lot more fun watching True. Uh, Lindsay stick a camera on his television set, pointed at his couch, okay, and then he's eating out of a jar of peanut butter very sadly because he's you know he's, he's broke. broke. Yeah, you know. How how is this not a sitcom? And then you went out to say, hey, I want to live like that. It's yeah. like John. And I doing a yeah. podcast in a basement. Yeah. <laughs> we said, let's do that. So I, well, he he uh, he just he just said, you know, you know, you you, you got to come out here. Even when we were in even when we were in high school in Howell, he had, he and I had talked about doing you know dreaming about doing stuff like that, and you know I, I eating I, peanut butter. I went, to, I went <laughs> to Central and got a degree in. Uh, or, well, I did get a degree. I I, I got an education in journalism, and I yeah. worked at a newspaper. Uh, in Michigan, a small town news- newspaper um, for a little while, but was just kind of bored. And, you know, this was the moment of my life that I wanted to go out to Hollywood and sure. try to try my hand at writing scripts and things like that. All right. And that's really when it all started. And Lindsay had an apartment oh, right yeah. across the street from Paramount Studios. <laughs> and you I showed up at the door and you crashed on his couch for, you know. This sounds like bosom buddies. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> hey. You guys weren't wearing dresses, were you? Not that there's anything wrong with that, but I. Uh, but it was, but it was really great. I'll tell you, it was really great to have somebody out there who could show. You know, he'd been there a couple of years. He knew all the places to go. He knew where all the places where he could eat cheap. 
Oh, yeah. And that's, that's, that's important. Key. Yeah, that is important. You know, so, real quick, what's the one Hollywood story that you that you think of at the top of your mind? Uh, well, God, there's, you know, I I was very fortunate to to work in the music business, so I worked with a ton of major acts like the Rolling Stones and Quincy Jones and you know Paul Abdul and all that stuff. And then I spent 12 years working in television as a talent producer, and that's I was the guy who got celebrities to come on talk shows. So not only did I meet the celebrities in the line of my work, but I also got on all the, all the party lists from all the publicists. So I would go to the, the, the studio um, movie premieres and all that other stuff. Right. All right. So who is, who is the biggest jerk? Yeah. Yeah. Give us who the, is the biggest yeah. jerk? You're <laughs> like, Oh, I got to meet this person. And then they turn out to be a turd. Well, you know, it, it, most people who I interacted with were usually on their best behavior, right? Because okay. yeah. they're coming into a show to promote their thing, ah, and they're not going to be yeah. an idiot right. or anything like that. Uh, right, right, I'll yeah. tell you, the, the, probably the one person who was probably the most difficult booking that I ever did was uh, Raquel Welch. Huh? And... She actually, the day before she came in, was supposed to be on the show, she brought in her own little lighting system on the floor <laughs> so she could have extra lights shine up on her face oh. during the interview. But what? The studio we should have done that here. Why? She wanted to look evil? I mean, isn't that usually the, you know, when it shines up? and Okay. I guess she wanted to have an equal amount of light coming from ah. the bottom as she did. Up from the top, so it's like the original you know, Oprah lens, you know, the soft lighting. Well, I don't and the, know. That might have enhanced the enhanced. The, 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 we're back to the melon thing again. <laughs> okay. Hey, 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 hey. Uh, you know, I I have a long story about meeting, you know, talking with the, the cast of The West Wing and and at a John Kerry fundraiser in Ban Affleck's kitchen. Uh, in well, that is a lot of names you just dropped in one <laughs> sentence. Well, you really dropped quite a few names there. Uh, <laughs> it really got me thinking about, you know, do I really want to do this the rest of my career? Do I want to try to come out and try to do something that helps, you know, Americans? That's why I moved to D.C. But there's, you know, and I... I, I and you got into the wonderful world of politics. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Here's, I guess if I was going to pick one story, this is probably my greatest moment as a field wait, wait. producer. You already told your story. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's a long. I mean, that's a long round story. Right. Okay. Okay. There was a lot of fun, but right. but no. Uh, in in uh, it was the year that Robin Williams won the Oscar for Goodwill Hunting, and uh, we were doing a live shot. Uh, from from outside the Dorothy Chandler Theater, the show uh, went long that year. So usually, the the broadcast starts at four thirty Pacific time, and it's over by nine o'clock. And this the show went super long that year, and it was <clears throat> it was almost time for us to go live at the top of the hour at ten. And the show got out, and I'm standing around, and I'm looking at people exiting the theater, and Robin Williams is walking towards me. Because that's where we were parked by where all the limos were and all that stuff. Okay. Um, he's walking towards me holding his Oscar, and nobody's around him. Like, he wow. doesn't have his publicist or anything. He's by himself. And I sprinted up to him, and I said, Mr. Williams, congratulations. You so deserve this, which I wasn't lying. You know, he was amazing. Right. Oh, yeah. Would, would you mind going live on KTTV, which was the, the Fox affiliate in Los Angeles where Good Day LA was? And he goes, sure. And, you know, we, we kind of quick marched over to the to our uh, position there. And the, the woman who was doing the uh, the reporter who was doing the um, stand up that that 
evening, a woman named Lisa Joyner, she couldn't believe my luck. I mean, this it's almost unheard of to get an actual Oscar winner on the air right after the show, you know? And then, right. And, right, and then Robin Williams. Williams. Yeah. yeah, and he was, he could, I mean, he was, couldn't have been nicer and everything. It was just, you know, and of course, you know, I, that, that one bit of, bit of luck made me look like I knew what I was doing. <laughs> That's all we need is that one moment to make yeah. it look like you know what you're doing, Rich. Right, and when, <laughs> when we have that moment, we'll let you know yeah. when that happens <laughs> at some point. It shall. Hey, Rich, we appreciate you checking in with us this morning. For folks that need more info on uh, the alumni game, we how, uh, yeah, how do they get a hold of you? We do have a Facebook page. It's uh, Howell Highlanders Alumni Baseball, and that's where you can find most of the uh, information. All right, awesome. Um, and we'll we'll start populating. This year is our tenth. This will be our tenth game. And um, I'm, what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to get an, uh, to find a, a definitive lineage of all the head coaches uh, from from Howell's. Uh, baseball history and Lindsay's actually helping me with that project oh, well he would be the perfect guy to yeah. do that yeah and we're going to be putting together some we're, all the footage that he shot over the years and we're going to we're going to try to make this a you know a kind of a look back on oh that'd be great yeah. since 2007 maybe all maybe right. get with the Howell Theater and stuff that would be yeah, awesome that stuff. would be great all right so when, know, my, my dream really is to what I really want to do is uh set up some sort of event at the uh at the opera house where I could get a few of the old players I was just talking to John Dukes um a couple of weeks ago, who was a varsity coach for a while, and of course he was a giant baseball star for Howell back in the '60s. To get them and just to talk, you know, him and Bill Simmons, and to talk about uh, what their recollections are of Howell baseball, even and even just like the little league program and all yeah. that stuff too, the Howell Junior, yeah. Howell area Junior baseball. I think that'd be a great so, program. Yeah. yeah, I hope that yeah. comes together. All right, well, yeah. I tell you what, when we get closer, uh, you know, once you got a date set and we get a bit closer to the game, let's have you back on. Oh, well, that'd be lovely. I really appreciate it. All right, that. All right, All right cool. Thanks, Rich. Appreciate right, it. Have, pleasure, have a great weekend. You too. All right. See ya. See All right. Right. All right. And again, our community spotlight brought to you by Jordan Genso with the Genso team at Remax Platinum. You can find him on Facebook at Jordan Genso, community servant, community realtor, or you can call him at 248-444-9777. Also, you know what? Um, what? Jordan wanted us to give him a wake up call. Oh, I forgot. Did about you that. did you forget about that? I did. So we usually we, we try and do a Friday morning we, fan right. wake up call. And Jordan said, Well you have my number. We, we do have his number. You gave me the right number, right? Four 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 ninety seven seventy seven. Two four eight four 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 nine seven seven seven. Yeah. Ahoy. 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 Are you at sea? <laughs> Jordan Genso joining us here on Mike and John Got It Going On, one of our sponsors. Good morning, Jordan. Good morning. How are you both doing? Well, we're, we're doing well. It's Friday and uh, getting into the weekend. And, of course, uh, we want to thank you for being a big part of our show and being our community spotlight sponsor. That's uh, It's been awesome so far this week. We appreciate that. I, I love your show, and so I'm uh, happy to support it however I can. All right. Well, thanks for... Talking to us. <laughs> you got nothing for Jordan? What, what kind of an announcer? What kind of a broadcaster? We already are you? got his money. <laughs> it's too late. You know what? John's already spent your money, Jordan. <laughs> right. Mike, Mike, I got to say, I think you should um, you know, get rid of John and find a new co host. Uh, maybe a little less skilled. And I can make that happen. Right? Uh, uh, well, wait a minute. 
Do you, do you want to you want to uh, you want to audition? It could be it Mike and Jordan. I see how it is. Mike and Jordan got it going on. Oh yeah, well, we're using my phone to film this. So how are you gonna do the show without my phone? Huh? Huh? Uh, he's 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 the guy that brings the ball to the game. So you, you gotta have him play. My phone in my basement. So guess who's part of the show? You know no matter what? what. We were talking about maybe you finding us a, a garage to do yeah. our show in. Is there any place any land in Livingston County that yeah. there's just a garage just there? A, just a shack yeah. or a garage somewhere in the middle of a field that we can get uh, you know to steal. Yeah. Oh yes, yeah. I'll get right on. <laughs> All right. See, I knew if anybody could find it, it would be Jordan Genzo. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Jordan, again, thanks so much. Thanks for putting up with us, and uh, that's your wake up call for this Friday morning. I appreciate it, guys. Uh, All right, hey, Jordan. Have a good all right, another sponsor, of course, here on Mike and John got it going on. Christina Maria Photo, your go-to source for capturing those milestone moments, whether you're expecting a uh, newborn, uh, you know, kids. Uh, I mean, they have so many graduations now. You got your elementary school. You got your preschool graduation. You got your elementary school graduation. I was lucky to make it to high school I graduation. Know. And they didn't have that when I was a kid. It was just like, <laughs> well, right, you're through You're, you're born, and then there's high school graduation. That exactly. was it. And in between, maybe you get a photo, and it'd be, you know, mom party. smoking and something. And, you know, <laughs> Dad with an old-fashioned. <laughs> That's right, exactly. Uh, so, obviously, a lot more moments to capture these yes. days, and Christina Maria Photo is the place to go to. Go to her website, Christina Maria Photo, uh, dot photo, and you can check out her whole a la carte menu, all the different packages, things she can do for you, capturing those portraits and those milestone moments. Give her a call, 810-923-4144. And again, the uh, options online, Christina Maria, Christina Maria dot photo. Say it with me. Christina Maria. Yeah, Christina. And you know what? You, if you want one of those old school wicker chairs, oh, she can probably make that sure happen. That was yeah. like a thing of the 80s, right? Right, right. You may look at like a Stevie Nicks album. <laughs> and um, so give Christina Maria photo a call. 810-923-4144. All right. You know what? You know who else needs a wake-up call this morning? Our good friend Madonna, the bus oh, driver. yeah, right. Bus oh, driver. We are in the zone, yeah. Yeah, we are. She was very specific about when we could call. Yeah, because uh, we don't want to call while she's driving no. the bus. No, that's true. Uh, Madonna, bus driver, one of our local, uh, one of our longtime listeners when we were right. on the radio today, uh, February twenty fifth, which was was the the oh, end the day. final day. It was like end my, game, my end day. But we ended it early. Get out. It was a premature ending. Get out. <laughs> Maybe Madonna's so, driving. You know what? I'll just leave now. <laughs> so there. Jerk. Showed you. Yeah. And you came with me, <laughs> idiot. <laughs> you know, life's all about decisions. And <laughs> Hello, this is Madonna. Oh. Hi, Madonna. Oh, oh we all right. I don't want to give Madonna's number away. Dial it real quick again. You want me to dial it again? Just, oh, just put it, go to your redial. Oh, where is my redial? Oh, let's go here. Yeah. We'll go there. Recent yeah. calls. Yeah, there we go. Time. You want me to hit yeah. it again? Hit it again. All right, we're all calling right, Madonna. Sometimes, if you want to give it that second call. Oh, yeah, then they answer. You never know. Yeah. She did say... Now, well, you know, with the with the roads and stuff this morning, buses might be running a little slow. Right. That's true. You know. Well, remember yeah. When you, actually, you're right. Remember no, when you used it. to stand behind the buses and inhale the fumes? I do. That explains. And, and now I'm in a basement <laughs> doing a show, and I'm with them. How bad is that? <laughs> Were you inhaling the fumes too? <laughs> Although, you know, when I uh, when I was a kid, and that when the buses used to go down to Tiger Stadium, went to the Tiger game, that's when you would smell all those buses that were lined up. That's when you would smell that exhaust. That's so true. I understand. Yeah, yeah. Where it you is, were a, it is a particular that, smell. And I was love the smell. I remember at some point I thought, like, are they putting something in the exhaust to make it smell better? I don't know why. <laughs> like, is there cherry in here? No, there is was that, no cherry in is there. That, what is that? Is that applewood? What am I. Hmm. No, that was just exhaust. <laughs> just, it was just oh, plain old exhaust. Oh, it's carbon monoxide. Mm. You know, since we're talking smells, I was just reading this morning that. Um, 
the smell of licorice. They they did a, a study, and the smell of licorice actually can make women get in the mood. Really? See, as we get into the weekend, that's your weekend tip, guys. Yeah. The smell of licorice. It, well, which licorice? Like black licorice? Well, it's got I, that... I would imagine it was black licorice. Right, right. Because po- red licorice. Like the Twizzlers. Yeah, now, now Twizzlers. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, I mean, then they start putting all these other flavors <laughs> in them, which is just wrong. Right. It's either red or black licorice. I don't know. Yeah. You, know, you get these yellow or orange ones, and you're like, what's up with that? <laughs> <laughs> I get turned on by Twizzlers. Hmm. Put well. in a Twizzler mood. <laughs> What about junior mints? All right. Um, Anything else we have before we wrap it up? This oh, we're not, we're wrapping it up. Oh, we're not done yet. Oh, we're not. What do, else do we got? Oh, well, we got all kinds of things to do. We, we got other things. To yeah. Do. We what do. do. What do you got? I don't know. I got the two cent history. Lesson. All right, we'll get there in a second. All right. Uh, you know, we mentioned firehouse doors, of course. That once Jordan Jensel finds us that shack in the woods. <laughs> For free. It's a groovy little pod uh, shack. Then Firehouse Doors will come in, of course, and, and they'll put in one of their custom doors. Slap a door on it, yeah. Well, yeah, well they won't slap a door on it. Well, and they'll install a well, door yeah, I mean, they, they professionally do with we quality. We would slap a door we would, on sla- it. we would slap a door. Slap a door, that's our slap band. A door. <laughs> slap a door. <laughs> come and see us. Slap a door. Live in the garage. <laughs> Opening for poison. <laughs> At Soaring Eagle. Right. No, in our garage. Oh, I'm sorry. You're right. By- <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Firehouse Doors in Livingston County for 24 years, uh, family-owned and veteran-owned. Uh, Mike, a U.S. Air Force veteran, proud U.S. Air Force veteran. Uh, and don't forget, Firehouse Doors is your one-stop shop for residential, commercial, and rolling steel overhead door needs. And for the past 21 years, Firehouse Doors has been Livingston County's only authorized distributor of CHI overhead doors. And until April 1st, tell them that Mike and John sent you, and they'll take 5% off your entire bill. No exclusions apply. All right. Two cent history lesson. Now today. we get to that. It's February 25th. We did mention it's National Chocolate Covered Nut Day. What nut do you want chocolate covering on? <laughs> <laughs> Left or right? <laughs> there go the sponsors. Okay. There go the sponsors because you had to go I, I, that you're direction. You're right. You know, honestly, okay, seriously though, yes. I think just a regular peanut. Just like, like a M&M's? I don't think like a cashew, chocolate-covered cashew, I don't think would do it. I could I could try that. Oh, I'll but try I But I like it just a, a roasted cashew. Yeah. But yeah, you're, I, not, you're not going to do that with a pistachio. No. Or a Spanish, you know, no, not, not a Spanish. Not even nut, a, just a regular nut. Or like nut. A, a macadamia. No. I don't think so. Or one of the Brazil nuts. I mean, that's a lot of those things are big. Yeah. Uh, but I, I might like, as well just have a candy bar then. Well, I like, or the, Snickers. I like the Brazil nuts. When you get the mixed nuts and then you go dig through. Oh, you're the like, one that picks there's them. There's maybe up. two in there and you're like, really? really? I just I just pick out the cashews. I'll you know, leave the Brazil nuts. I think nuts I saw at one point there was, like, you could buy a whole thing of Brazil nuts, but it was like, you know, $28. Like, never mind. Nuts are expensive. Left or right. 1836 on this day, Samuel Colt received a patent, number 138, later changed to 9430X, Uh, for a revolving cylinder pistol. Hmm. It actually became a revolver. Right. That way you could have them, you could spin it like you did in the movies. Well, you know, you don't want to wait between shooting people. (laughs) (laughs) I have it ready on demand. This is America. Yeah, it is. We don't wait to shoot people. 1862, U.S. paper money was first introduced into circulation. Hmm. From the federal government. Right. States had, you know, you see those at the It was, it was via legal tender to help act finance the uh, Civil War. Right. Therefore, you could go to Greenfield Village and buy that envelope full of Confederate dollars. Right. Well, that's, that not, that's like not the dollars they're talking about, though. 
No? It was no. monopoly money? No, the, the 1862, that was in the U.S. federal yeah, government yeah. issuing legal tender that was supposed to be good anywhere. Legal tender. Whereas a lot of the stuff you buy at Greenfield Village, well, it's crap, actually. They make right. it in the back. Uh, <laughs> but I think it comes from China. <laughs> it probably does. Or Taiwan. It probably These does. are Taiwanese fake yeah. dollars. <laughs> 1901, the United States Steel Corporation was first incorporated by one J.P. Morgan. Remember JPN? Uh, I don't believe it's the same JP the Morgan show. you're talking about. You're thinking of JP Morgan on the Gong Show. Yes, I am. Yeah. JP Morgan. I think it was JP Morgan. Yeah, it was. Yeah. The Played shortstop for the Cincinnati Reds. It was Joe Morgan's. That no, was Joe. <laughs> Wait, 1933. Did Joe Morgan play shortstop? No, he played second base. Yeah, Yeah, he he was second base. 1933, the aircraft carrier Ranger was launched. It was the first ship in the U.S. Navy to be designated or designed and built for the keel-up as an aircraft carrier. Right. How cool is that? First built built to be an aircraft carrier. And and how would you feel, say you're a pilot, and they say, okay, King, you got the headphones (laughs) on. (laughs) Maverick King. We want you to pull onto that aircraft carrier. You think you can hit that thing? Yeah. Sure. And stop in time? Sure, I uh, can. King's driving. <laughs> and finally, 2020 on this date, in Seattle, Washington, Amazon opened its first Amazon Go grocery store. People were saying, no, we're not going to shop at a grocery store online. We'll never do that. Or will we? It kind of worked it, it out. It kind of worked out for you. Yeah. Amazon Go. <laughs> just just right. go. That's your two cent history lesson for right. today. I hope you learned a little something. Uh, it's very Ancient little. JP Morgone was J. on the Gone Show. JP Morgone. All right. Mike and John got it going on. We've finished two weeks now. This is our two week anniversary. Today. How about that? Yeah. What's what's the present for two weeks? Third week. A tissue. tissue. Oh, a tissue. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, yes, and we want to thank everyone uh, for uh, their um, you know enthusiasm and their support. And of course, we want to remind you: you can get Mike and John go to got, uh, got it going on. Here, let's uh, take two on that one. You're a little right, sloppy. I'm sorry. Mike and John got it going on. Thank you. You can find that on Spotify, iTunes, RSS.com, of course, uh, SoundCloud, and YouTube. And um, as well, we're coming to the internet soon. We are. You let us in? Oh, yeah. yeah. Hey, what does RSS stand for? Credit card number. (laughs) (laughs) What does RSS stand for? Um, Was that the aircraft carrier you're going to fly onto? No, 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 RSS. RSS. Actually, it's it's like an RSS feed. It stands for random stuff uh, selected. Really simple syndication. Oh, well, that fits us then, doesn't it? (laughs) (laughs) Really simple. Maybe we should just name the show. This is RSS. (laughs) RSS. Mike and John RSS. I don't know. Really simple syndication. I'm like, simple in that we are syndicating ourselves, and hopefully you're listening. And, of course, if you want to be a sponsor on this show, we want to hear from you. You can email us, Mike and John, for the win. That's the number four, at gmail.com. All uh, lowercase. Yeah, well, Sometimes some people like to, you know, like their passwords. You got to put a dollar sign and I think with emails, I don't think it, I don't think case matters. Hashtag. Anymore. I don't. It's know. like when people give out websites and they say www and you go, you don't have to say that anymore. Slash http. Right. Right. Https. Colon slash double slash. Now you're back to the colon again. Yeah. We got to bring in. Don't forget Monday live colonoscopy here on my show. It's not going to happen. It's not we may happen. bring the box okay. <laughs> and open it up on the show. I don't know. What? That'll be the closest thing. You know, the but, color guard box. Oh, oh, right. No, no, no. Uh, <laughs> but by Monday, by Monday. He's shaking his finger. We will have back in our possession. I've made arrangements. You have. 
a friend, a, a, a an undercover a, agent, a a signature part of our show will return. It's a comeback on Monday. It's a part of our show that we talked about pretty much every day, and mm-hmm. it will return. Monday here on Mike and John got it going on. That's going to do it for us. Have a great weekend. Don't forget to play the music out. Remember, you got to get prepared. Well, you're the Remember one that was late. Who was late today? Hmm? I wasn't late. Yeah, you were late. I was late. right on time. You no. just didn't have everything ready to go. I don't know. <laughs> do you have it ready to go yet? I don't know. Uh, are we ready to go? Barely. Can we leave? <laughs> oh, I forgot. To, oh, you know what? I forgot to turn. There we go. All right.